Hi, I'm Dr. Melva, your board-certified radiation oncologist and serial entrepreneur and investor. Welcome to the 1% Code podcast. I help top income earners create multiple streams of income to support the career they love or the one they want to love again. Learn more on the 1% Code podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm your host, Dr. Melva Penn Bingham, board-certified radiation oncology physician, serial entrepreneur, and investor, and I help physicians and other top income earners create multiple streams of income outside of your primary career, and we do that through strategic leverage opportunities. So today we are discussing overcoming the fear of failure in business. So this is a topic that comes up a lot, and that's one about failure. So as entrepreneurs, it's a concern that like it's not ever really going to go away. It's something that we're going to learn how to deal with, right? The concept of things just not working out and you failing, okay? So we hear so much about the success and accomplishments of other entrepreneurs, and it seems like failure wasn't really part of their story, or maybe you only catch some people's fear of failure stories. But what you have to understand is that failure is just natural. It's expected, right? And I don't necessarily refer to it as failure. I refer to it as a learning opportunity. And I'm actually talking about this on one of my upcoming podcast episodes. So if you haven't heard the 1% Code podcast, take a listen and I'm sure you will be in for a treat. So anybody that you ask who has had success, and let's say they've had maybe more success in the direction of where you're going, or they've had success in another field outside of entrepreneurial things, they are going to have had some setbacks. They are going to have had some failures, okay? You can ask anybody. Like, I'd put money on that if I was a betting woman, but I'm not. So, (laughs) but the thing is, is if you just keep worrying about failure, you're not going to be able to move forward. So what is it that you can do to overcome this? So we're going to talk about a couple things. So one, you want to recognize that there's a certain amount of failure and that can be a good thing. Okay, like embracing failure, right? We want to fail fast. We want to fail forward. We want to embrace the concept of failing. So it's not something that stops us in our tracks from taking action. All right. And you'll learn more from one failure than a lifetime full of success. And I see this a lot with other entrepreneurs, especially physician entrepreneurs. We may have had some really good things happen and good success in our careers, And then we don't realize until we fall flat on our face that there are some lessons to be learned, right? And a lot of times those failures come when we're putting our own money into it. So it could be a stumbling block because you're kind of afraid to step out there and do it again. But believe me, it is okay to have failures, okay? So if you're not failing, it probably means you're not doing enough to even know, (laughs) to even know like what failure is, right? So for example, I always like to bring in things from my own life. So in the franchise business, we're multi-franchise owners and we're working on a second location of the Coldstone Creamery. And so I got a call today and this is another thing like I really learned. People are very one, kind of one-sided, like focused on what it is they need to accomplish. So for example, the lady from corporate who's over the retail leasing, et cetera, her only job is to get the leasing location, like the corporate retail location approved. So she's only worried about her paperwork. So she calls me today to see if I've done it. And it wasn't on my radar. It wasn't on my list of things that I actually need to actively do because I was working with the leasing agent and we were working on that part. So right now we've done the letter of intent. This is for a new Coldstone location and they're doing the lease draft. So you do a letter of intent and then you do a lease draft agreement. That's the part that I'm focused on. Well, the lady from corporate who called to ask if I have this other paperwork, 
it wasn't on my radar because that's not my goal. I know that I need to finish A, B, and C before I go to the next one, but that was her laser focus. So the reason I'm saying this is that once you get into these business opportunities, that probably looked like a fail on my part to her because she's like, well, you haven't done this paperwork and we can't move forward with this until you do this. And I'm like, well, it wasn't on my radar and I'm not scheduling anything before Thanksgiving. So, you know, give me two weeks, <laughs> you know? And then I like pulled up the paperwork just because I had a second and I'm like, I don't even have all the information to put on this. So yeah, let me reach out to the leasing agent and see. It was like dimensions and I'm not an architect. I'm not a designer. I can't do that. So anyway, it's okay to fail and it's okay for some other people to consider you having a failure because you'll just learn from that, right? So now I'll know the next time these are the steps and this, these are their expectations, okay? So that's my example. Number two is that you can develop your learning process, okay? So really the way you learn from failures, you're going to ask yourself a couple questions. So you're going to ask what went wrong? What could I do differently? What did I learn from this experience? Or you can refocus your strategies to create a new plan. So if you're not learning from what happened or these experiences in your business specifically, then it can happen again, right? So another example, Coldstone Creamery, for franchise owners there, there was the social media post that went viral. And it told everybody they could get like this free pumpkin pie. I don't know if you got it. I don't know if you went to your Coldstone to get it. But the company learned from their mistakes because that was a failure. It was a failure in business. It hurt business owners because imagine just seeing like pumpkin pie, zero, 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 pumpkin, zero, pumpkin, zero, all these orders coming in. And it was basically a glitch in the system that people on social media exploited. The company had to go in. I've gotten no less than 10 emails in the last 72 hours about this. And again, we use district managers, so I'm not addressing all of the issues, but I'm seeing them. I'm aware of them. So Corporate had to learn from this failure in their pricing. And when promotions went out and working with the third party, they had to do damage control with PR letters, you know, for people who had problems, but they still carried on. They didn't change any of the requirements for franchise owners. They didn't credit anyone back. They, they acknowledged the failure. They did the damage control for the failure and they learned from those mistakes. And then the last set of emails that went out were things they learned and what strategies and systems would change so this wouldn't happen in the future. And then they ran more detailed reports to make sure they weren't missing anyone. So my point is, and and this is a billion dollar corporation, billion dollar corporations fail. So why can't you? Okay. They weren't afraid of failure. They weren't afraid to embrace that it was a, you know, it was a flat out failure in their damage control in the emails to customers. They admitted it was a failure. So think about that. Compare yourself. And I always like to compare myself to industry or corporate. If they're not afraid of failure, why am I? I want you to ask yourself that. Why am I? Okay. And the next thing is that you anticipate your potential challenges, right? So the fear of failure, it's because of this element of uncertainty and this lack of control. But when you take some time to think and forward think and plan about, you know, like what are the roadblocks that can happen? then you have less uncertainty because like, for example, if I'm prepared, like as a business owner, I was prepared to get complaints about this pumpkin pie that people want it for free. We got like one or two. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. And one lady said, oh, she came all the way there to get these pies and no one let her know something. And I'm going, you know, I was thinking like, come on now, you knew the pumpkin pie was $0. Like what promo is that where we just have like a free pumpkin pie day in the middle of November before Thanksgiving? It's not. But anyway, We were prepared for that. I knew the roadblocks. We had our emails set up to go out. We had a manager in place for responses. So it was less overwhelm, less elements of uncertainty, less fear of the failure or perceived failure because we anticipated the potential challenges. 
And next is overcoming perfectionism. When you lower your expectations, you give yourself some breathing room to be realistic and you're forgiving as possible with your success metrics and break down your goals into smaller, more manageable parts, then you can stay on top and on track of things that are on your plate right away so that you're not doing so much that if it's not perfect and if there's failure, that it would cause you these fears or it would be something to stop you. Like at the end of the day, this is all about things that can just stop you from moving forward. Okay. And the last one that I will quote today or just share with you is that an imperfect action is better than a perfect inaction. Right. So do you know what's (laughs) so much scarier than failure? It's doing nothing. Okay. It's when you do absolutely nothing. And when you're stuck where you are because you're afraid to do anything, I want you to ask yourself, is the threat of failure more scary than inaction and not getting any results, right? I want you to think about that. And that's the big takeaway from today. Go out there. You can do this. Absolutely. Do not let failure stop you from moving forward in your business. Take these tips that we've shared today, put them in action and share with me below how this has helped you move forward in your business. I would love to hear some of your stories or things. If you have other tips and tricks that have helped you to get over your fear of failure, reach out to me on Instagram at Dr. Melva, D-O-C-T-O-R-M-E-L-V-A. Thank you so much for joining me today. Until next time, I'm Dr. Melva. Bye. Thanks for listening. And for any of my fellow physicians listening today, I have a free gift for you. Nine business ideas for busy physicians. To get your hands on it, just go to melvasfreeoffer.com. Again, that's melvasfreeoffer.com, M-E-L-V-A-S-F-R-E-E-O-F-F-E-R.com. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the 1% Code Podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, leave a rating, and I would love your five-star review.